I forgot to hit record. Hey, you guys didn't miss anything on the podcast. Don't worry. If you're just if you're tuning into the podcast, you literally missed no uh, no important parts of the show. It was just me kicking it with the fam, with the squad, saying what's up to old heads like uh, Justin Swinniford, Swinny Poo, Justin Swinford in the building. KD showed up. Areola Gaming in the house. What? Out there slanging big old nips. All right. Um, Todd, the show's here. Back from the dead. Uh, excuse me, Lord Jesus. That was, oh, any clips or funny moments from Super Bowl Media Day I missed out? We're going to get to a couple of things about uh, Media Day. I'll give you some thoughts. I don't have a clip. I have one video for you. Uh, and it is not from Super Bowl Media Day. It is, however, relevant. And um, I'll say this. It's kind of disturbing, actually. It is a, it is a rather disturbing video. You're not going to want to miss it. Um, and I screwed up your headlines. I didn't get a whole lot of, uh, like, pictures. I usually get pictures, but it's whatever. Okay? It's, it's whatever. So we'll get to those. I've got some awards. Um, AP award finalists for you. We'll go through those and I'll give you my thoughts and, 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 and you can give me your thoughts and, 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 and we can, we can argue as I'm sure Amos will be, uh, ready to do. Sometimes Perry argues also, um, who else would argue with me a little bit about this? Uh, CC probably a little bit might argue with me. You know, it just, just random, just random folks arguing with the host. No big deal. So we'll get to that. Hold on. What the frick is this? Let's minimize that there. I don't mean to minimize your your feelings, sir. Uh, okay. All right. I, I don't know what's happening now. I thought I had all my slides ready, and apparently I do not. And that makes me, oh, got that one. That's the important one. All right. Well, uh, okay. Know what's going on here? I'm losing my mind, you guys. All right. Um, sorry about yesterday. Nora was off. Hey, what's up, memesters? Oh crap! Clarence is in. What's up, buddy? <coughs> Amos said Barry must have really enjoyed yesterday. He in here calling grown men Swinny Poo. Yeah, Justin Swinford, Swinny Poo. Yeah, Swinny the Poo. This is all, AKA Jamal, AKA Justin, AKA Justin Swinford, AKA Justin Swinny Poo. What you want, man? What? Leave me alone, Amos. Just let me be happy, bro. Let me be happy. Uh, okay. I don't know where to start, honestly. Let's see. Um, uh, what is this? Oh, I don't need that. All right. Um, we got a lot to get to, okay? We have a ton. In fact, I had made a slide so I didn't forget. But... Um, I want to get this right here. Hold on. There we go. No, not now. No, shoot. Shizzle. 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 Let's see. I want to say this is right. Yes. All right. Hey, real quick. Y'all know, uh, Clarence, go to work. Y'all know I'm all about supporting, uh, when I can, right? Well, um, one of our own, one of our own, one of our very own deckheads is going through some shit. They're GTSS. 
and it makes things tough sometimes. And I know we're all going through it. I, I get it. I'm still not completely over losing my dad. Uh, I'm still battling depression again. This is the second bout of it. Um, I'm, I'm just in it, but it's okay. It's okay. And, you know, everybody's going through it, right? I mean, I get it. I get it. We all are. Uh, but I wanted to take a moment and um, show some love to my dude, P. Randizzle, and more importantly, uh, spread the word about one of his businesses, Monica's Brides Flowers. Now, this um, this is a this is a um, this uh, uh, P. Randizzle and has this has been a passion of his, I should say. Uh, for a very long time. He's also got Pat's Plants, which is a thing. Um, and you can get, if you don't want to get flowers, you can get plants from Pat's Plants. Uh, but, hold on, where is it at? Uh, nope, that wasn't it. Ah, there it goes. I wanted to show you something. Uh, because people are assholes and our boy, my boy, our boy, y'all's boy, uh, everybody's boy. Uh, as I said, he's GTSS. Well, you know, there's, there's few things I hate. He does excellent work, by the way. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. Um, he, he does amazing work, by the way. Patrick's one of the best dudes I know. Amazing work. He does amazing work. And the reason I'm bringing it up is um, his store got vandalized. I should say burglarized. And I saw it on Twitter, and it just pissed me off. Uh, he just, he, this is a dude who just does nothing but work hard. He just, he works hard, and um, it sucks that him and his wife, I guess it's his wife, better half, I'm not 100% sure, have to go through this. They they broke into his store, um, stole petty cash, stole computers, and did a lot of damage outside of just the broken glass, right? And you got you, you got to repair all that. You got to pay for all that. And it couldn't have probably come at a worse time because it's Super Bowl one and Valentine's Day, which Valentine's Day is the Super Bowl. Uh, f for flower shops and flower people. And this is their biggest, busiest time of the year. Plus, he had weddings coming up. Um, he has taken good care of us when we order from him, too. Oh, 100%. So here's what I'm asking you to do, deckheads. Here's what I'm asking. We haven't done anything. We haven't raised money since November. We used to do damn near every month. I'd hit you guys up to do something special or raise a little money. So... Here's what I did, and I want to challenge Heck you yeah. guys to do the same. Hey, Dre! Appreciate the sub, homie. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much. Um, here's what I did. I I told him, I gave him a budget, and I don't want to throw out numbers because I don't want people to feel obligated to have to match it. And this isn't about how much I gave. It's about helping one of ours. So I hit him up and I said, yo, I want to send flowers to Nora. Here's how much I want to spend. So whatever that gets me, 
I want you to take this. Um, and I also want to give send flowers to my stepmom. This would be her first Valentine's Day without my dad. And so what I'm what I mean in what I'm the whole point of this is I want to encourage you guys to maybe order some flowers for a loved one, whether you go pick them up or you have them delivered. Um, and, you know, if I know Patrick, he doesn't want to hand out necessarily. He doesn't want you to just send him money, although I'm sure he would take it and that would be great. And, and it would be cool because then he can just keep 100 percent of the proceeds. But. P. Randall was the kind of guy that's like, nah, man. Um, I yeah, no, uh, uh, we'll we'll work we'll work for it. That's just the kind of dude he is. So, whatever you can do, if you just want to donate, send him some some cash, cool. If you want to just go above and beyond this Valentine's Day or whatever, and order a plant from Pat's Plants or order flowers from Monica's Brides Flowers, just do that. Please, and because uh, he's one of us. He's one of us. He's a deckhead. So help my dude out, okay? Hey, B. Hannah, what's up, man? Thank you for the lurk. Um, What does that say? Hope they caught the punks. Just saying, doesn't uh, they look like a dwarf ran through the door? A little bit, it does. It looks like a mini Chewbacca ran through the window. Kind of a little bit, just like right through. Uh, anyways, yeah, man, do, do, do me a solid. I've posted the link. In the chat, I'm going to do that again, and I will remind you again. But there's the link to Monica's Brides Flowers. They do amazing work, uber talented. Uh, so go uh, go, uh, go help them out. Go order something. Just, you know, throw a little money into a small business, especially one of, ours, one of our own. Yeah, Patrick is definitely the man for the job. Yeah, he is. thousand percent. So throw a little money in there. Uh, help them out. You know, if you want to follow them on uh, Instagrams, here it is. I'm sure they would appreciate it. Let's see. There's the Instagram follow. <sighs> They've been around since 1996. That's crazy. So, uh, yeah, help them out. Do, do, do your thing, deckheads. Do your thing. All right. I've pledged some. Yeah, and Pat's Plants of Houston. Let me see if I can find Pat's Plants. Let's see. Pat's. Plants. Hmm, that's Pat's Plants and Gardens. I don't think that's right. Uh, I'll have to find that one. I'll have to. I'll have to find the Pat's Plants. But for sure, uh, Monica's Bride's um, flowers was the one that was broken into, and that sucks. Okay, it sucks. So go help out. All right, let's do this. Let's get uh, y'all go help our boy out. I'll remind you again for the show's over and probably several more times this week. So I've, I've placed a couple of orders and want to encourage you to do the same. Now, let's get to, man, there was one other thing I felt like I needed to talk about. Um, let me see here. Yeah, Dre, that's what, that was the, that was the whole point of that, man. And he didn't make a big deal out of it because that's not P. Randizzle's style, but that was my point was, um, you know, deckheads helping deckheads is something we've always done. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's his, that's his flower shop. And that's the, the door that they broke into. And, uh, you can see the damage that they did. They stole his computers, uh, and they stole his, uh, yeah. And, and the petty cash. So that sucks, man. 
Um, so yeah, his Venmo, there it is. Ah, thank you, uh, uh, Donna, for posting the link in the chat to patsplantshtx.com. Uh, CC posted his Venmo if you just want to donate. Um, or if you just want to order something, I know, like I said, man, P. Randall is the kind of guy who's like, I'll bring you some flowers for it. Just, uh, you know, but help, help out a small business and one of our own. And then uh, I'm sure that will be much appreciated on his part. And, and no, he didn't pay for this. He's not paying me for this. He didn't know I was going to talk about this. He didn't know I was going to do it. It's just what we do. It's just what we do. It's one of ours. And, uh, we try to take care of our own as best we can. Yes. Uh, Ian, that's in Texas. Unfortunately, you won't be able to order, but you can Venmo if you want. All right. Uh, okay. Let's get to. Heck yeah. Hey, heck yeah. Keith, let's go, baby. 24 months. Thank you for the resub. Ace Magic Riz at Lawn Talk, Laminator 5000. Um, we haven't, man, we haven't done Lawn Talk in forever, but if you have a question, if you have a question, certainly put hashtag Lawn Talk in the chat. Y'all know me. I'm always down for a little lawn talk. And my boy Keith Sager's in the building anyways. So I know Keith is down for a little lawn talk, so put it in there. Asymmetric risk, put it in there, Keith. And I'll answer your questions. Uh, Laminator 5000 will be tomorrow because that was the other order of business I needed to clean up here. Um... We won't have a show on Thursday. Lord, forgive me. I know. Yeah, he said about three weeks. Yeah, you got about three weeks left of not having to do the yard work. But there's not going to be a show on Wednesday. I never heard mm-hmm. Wrong one. Shut up, Patrick Swayze. No show on Thursday because... Um... I'll be filling in with Joe Blake on the Killer Bees, baby! Getting back with my boy Joe Blake, if but for a day. Come hang out with us. We're going to be at the decoy. We're going to be on remote. Jeremy Branham um, won't be doing the Killer Bees this Thursday. So I will be filling in for Jeremy Branham on uh, the Killer Bees. Three until six out at the decoy. Which means also uh, probably won't be able to do game on unless I just do it from the decoy. Maybe. I don't know how that's going to work. I'm going to bring your gold clubs. Okay. Works for me. Oh, golf clubs. (gasps) Shit, yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. I don't even know what. Yeah, okay. Hell yeah. Oh, let's do it. Um... Yeah, get ready to put down that pre-emergent. Yep, yep. Keith knows. So, yeah, uh, tune in. What's up, Demata? Tune in Thursday, 3 to 6, ESPN 97.5. Um, me and Joel getting the band back together for the day. Thanks, Alan. Looking forward to it. Always fun to work with my boy Joel Blink. Always a good time. So, uh, it should be fun. At first, I thought Cece was bringing me. I thought she said, uh, I'm going to bring your gold cup. And I was like, we're going to the strip club? Just me and Cece? That sounds fun. <laughs> That's a good question, Asymmetric Risk. What should we do now for a healthy summer lawn? Scalp and feed. Not yet. Don't do anything yet. You don't really want to do anything uh, until you know the final freeze is over. And, yes, we could get a random crazy freeze. I usually don't start doing anything until March. Uh, let me look at my calendar, though. What do I have on there? Um, so you'll do a her- uh, pre-emergent herbicide. 
on February 15th, you can put that out, and that's fine. And that's just to prevent weeds um, late spring and summer, all right? So get out a pre-emergent herbicide. I, I like to use a two-in-one, um, which does, like, broadleaf and grassy leaf, all right? So uh, do that. You don't have to aerate yet, uh, Dre. I wouldn't aerate yet. I would wait a little bit longer. Big thing you want to do right now in the month of February uh, around Valentine's Day is do your pre-emergent herbicide. Don't use that bear bullshit. No, there's a couple of, let me see. You can use a maize, uh, treflan, balon, uh, batasin, or um, dimension is a two-in-one, which is really good. Pendamithlin is also a two-in-one, so do that. Um, oh, and Barricade. Barricade's a pretty good one, too, for a two-in-one. It does, um, it'll kill it, and, uh, and it'll, it'll, uh, it'll kill some of the weeds you have and prevent some of the weeds you, uh, will get. But just make sure you do a pre-emergent herbicide for grassy weeds, okay? Um, but you don't have to do anything until March. Yeah, and then in March, we're gonna do our first, uh, quick green-up fertilization, like, first week of March. And then in the beginning of April is when we'll aerate and do our first slow-release fertilizer. Got it? Okay. And this is all just Randy Lemon stuff. I didn't make this stuff up. Um, let's see. Oh, one other thing. Don't forget, on Friday, I'll be doing a live. I'll be live. Action News 17 with Belinda. What is this? Breaking news. What? <clears throat> oh, that's hilarious. <clears throat> Is that Ichiro Kano Hernandez? Yeah, that's funny. That's pretty funny. Uh, 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 Potch. He's got all the, he's got all the baseball names. Like literally Linda, Linda, listen, all the baseball names. Um, is the most baseball name ever, but it says Cincinnati Reds have signed 18-year-old infielder uh, from Mexico, Ichiro Cano Hernandez. There you go. What did this say? What did uh, Jesus say? I need to replace all the grass in my backyard and part of the front yard. Yeah, a lot of people had their grass destroyed. No, Belinda won't be on the show, Poch. Um, I know. Rest in peace to game day. Live! I will say this, though. Um, Jesus, a lot of people, and yours truly included, a lot of us thought that it was the drought that killed the grass. And, and I'm sure some of you lost your lawn to the drought. But we also had a really, I think, a really bad... Um, infestation of um, saw web worms. And I, at least in my case, I did. And some of the yards I'm seeing also did. If you're seeing like dead patches and you're seeing the little uh, stolens, the little runners, you probably also had some sort of sod web worm issue. And if you've noticed a lot of moths before it got real cold, if you had, because I had a ton of moths out on my back patio and I was like, Oh shit. That's when I realized, you know what? It wasn't necessarily the heat that got my lawn. It was, I, I was blaming the dead stuff on the drought, which a lot of times if your yard is drought stricken, it'll come back. It goes dormant. It shuts down, but it'll grow back. 
Well, that's what I thought was going on. Unfortunately, it looks like Sod Webworms ate my shit up. So, uh, you got to replace that stuff that the Sod Webworms ate. The drought stuff should come back okay, because the Stolens are probably okay, but... Got a lot of bare patches and weeds growing in and stuff. Yeah, you had sod webworms most likely. Uh, I moved over the weekend in the backyard of the new place. Floods like a mother. I'm going to be digging a trench pretty soon. Oh, yeah. French drain, baby. French drain. Uh, all right. So I think that is build a moat. There you go. Um, shit would be easier. Yeah, right. Okay. Uh, I think that's it let's do some oh oh i almost yeah so um thursday we'll be doing um the killer bees with joel blank on espn 97.5 here in houston on friday on friday uh set your alarm 10 30 p.m fox 26 i will be live on the isaiah carey show along with a bunch of others we're going to be doing a live super bowl show That'll be Friday, February 9th, this Friday, February 9th, um, for the uh, Isaiah Carey Live Super Game in a Bowl show. I don't think we can say the Super Bowl, but Super Game in a Bowl show. Yeah, I got to be real careful not to say that when I'm on air. Last thing. Hey, what's up, Jared Taylor? Good to see you. Last thing. If you live in the Golden Triangle, pay attention. I'm back in your neck of the woods Saturday, February 10th. I'm out at Woo's Friendly Tavern. Woo's? Woo's or Woe's? I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm back again. I did a show there a few years ago. A lot of fun, good times. So if you're in the area, oops, if you're in the area, um, tickets are going, I think they're already available. Why does that say? That's not the improv. That's not where I'll be. Delete that. Be a uh, woes, is it woes or woes? Woes friendly tavern. Um, February 10th. Let me see. I think I have the daggum. Hold on, Facebook. Book of faces. Oh, shit. I've never logged in over here. Really? Really? What? Uh, I believe I do have. There we go. The new flyer open. Open sesame. Yes, it's near Kuntz. Oh, that redneck joint near Mountie. Yes, it's near Kuntz. Or as Joel would say, Kuntz. Let me see here. Um, this is the data. This is the info if, you, uh, if you're so inclined to go. I'll just slap this bad boy up right there. There you go. You look at it. You look at it. Let me uh, move it out of the way, though. That's awkward. Here we go. It is woes. Woes? How do you pronounce that? My golden triangle peoples. Is it woes or woes friendly tavern? I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Uh, that's my bad. I got to be a better host and MC. Um, but it's, uh, it's woes friendly tavern. Saturday, February 10th, 8 p.m. It's a free show. They're, they're paying me. But you get in free, so everybody wins. They're going to have champagne specials, karaoke after the show. A lot of fun. Last time I was there, we had a great time. In fact, last time I was there, they said uh, this couple, it was their first date. Now they're married. Look at me. Look at me spreading love amongst other things. So got to do a show at the DQ in Kirbyville. What? No. No, thanks. 
nope, not doing that. Not, not doing that. No, thanks. That sounds, I mean, that sounds like something right up my alley. Uh, but yeah, check it out. If you're in the, uh, if you're in the Beaumont Kuntz Golden Triangle area, come out. All right. Let's do some sports headlines. Here we go. Oh, really? It's W.O.'s? Oh, I didn't know that. Joe Pro says W.O.'s. Mama Jax is there. Oh, so it's not woes. It's W.O.'s. Okay, I didn't know that. I learned something new. Uh, apparently, Miguel Carter's going to be the feature. And, uh, yeah, I'll be out there 8 o'clock this Saturday. Come out. Free tickets. You can't beat that. Show up. Find you a spot. Uh, ooh, what is that? Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, let's get to our sports headlines for the day. I didn't get to do pictures for this, so sorry. Just pooping in to say hi. Well, that's nice, Steven. Thanks for pooping in. Much appreciated. Maybe next time, just pop in, you weirdo. No, we're not doing karaoke, and no, Boom Boom's not back, Alex. <laughs> All right, uh, Joel Embiid, 76ers uh, star, having a magnificent year, an unbelievable year. I know a lot of you aren't keeping up with um, basketball, but what is that just going to ignore? Oh, I know a lot of you aren't keeping up with basketball, but uh, Joel Embiid is having a year that only one other person, I believe is Wilt Chamberlain, the only he was averaging a point per minute played. He's playing like thirty five minutes a game. He's averaging thirty five points a game. Um, that feat has only been accomplished once in the history of the league, and and unfortunately, he's going to miss at least four weeks. Um, had a knee injury. You know he's got some banged up bad old knees, anyways, and um, that has reared its ugly head again. So he's had surgery. Out at least four weeks, they'll reevaluate him after that. So we'll see if he's able to come back. They do expect him back in time at least for the playoffs. At bare minimum, they expect him back for the um, for the playoffs. So we'll see. And when do the playoffs start? It's NBA playoffs. This is pretty quick too. It's like April, right? Um. Oh, jeez. What is this? Is Uh, no. What the, what the frick? Uh, what is this? Oh, I, I, let's see. NBA playoffs 2024 schedule. There we go. April 14th, NBA regular season ends. I mean, it's, it's, it's right around the corner. April 14th, the day before tax day. And no more regular season NBA. I'm not even into it yet. It's going to be two months max that I'll be like locked in on NBA. Once Super Bowl's over with, I'll kind of lock in on NBA. I might be side-eyeing some hockey though. Like, hey girl, what you doing? Nice puck. But yeah, I'll be, uh, I'll be in on, um, I'll be in on some NBA and yeah, isn't that soon, Dre? April 14th, NBA regular season ends. April 16th, play-in game one begins. That's insane. 
That's insane. What? We have less than two weeks. Uh, hey, what's up, Chewy? Good to see you, man. So, yeah. That's about, what, eight weeks left? Joel and B going to miss at least half of the rest of the season, essentially. Yo! There's a good man. Speaking of old heads and people we hadn't seen in a hot-ass minute. What's up, Captain Pope? Good to see you, man. Thanks for being here. Uh, welcome back. Welcome back. And thank you for the 300 bits. Toby was a legend. Loved that boot in the ass song when I was 10. I remembered Toby Keith and we'll get to it. Uh, let me just run through these and then we'll get to Toby Keith. So they did a Madden sim, right? They did a Madden simulation and they have the NFL Madden NFL 24 sim has the chiefs beating the 49ers in the Super Bowl, but just barely, but it also depends on what sim you looked at. I believe it was CBS did a sim and um, the Niners won 10 to 7 or something or 10 to 6 or some weird score like that. Uh, this one was Madden tw NFL 24's official simulation as the Chiefs beating the Niners 30 to 28. Giving Kansas City a second straight. Now, the, the CBS one has predicted the Super Bowl the last three years. So we'll see who's right. Madden's official prediction is 30 28 Chiefs, um, which would be what, 58? Let's see what Vegas has. Excuse me. Let's see what Vegas has for an over-under and see how well that jives. Let's go with Bovada. I still need to update the Laminator 5000. We'll do that tomorrow, I promise. Let's see here. Okay, fine. Session has expired. Big deal. Uh, let's see. Sports. Super Bowl. Over-under is 47 and a half. Madden had it at 58. That's a lot. That's a lot, lot. Uh, here's what it looks like. Let's see here. Oh, that's not what I was trying to do. Let's see. Chrome resize. Also not what I was trying to do. There's the current odds. Chiefs favored by two. Or I'm sorry. Uh, Niners favored by two. Niners favored by two. Uh, over under 47 and a half. If you wanted a money line, the Chiefs had cost you, uh, wouldn't cost you anything. Damn. Let me get on that right now. Let me just go on a money line. These bad boys just straight up to win. I mean, forget the points. Wow. Yeah. I think I'm a money line that let me, uh, let me see what the laminator, well, the hell, I guess we're doing a laminator 5,000 real fast. Oh, you know what? It probably won't work. Um, shoot, should I jump on that right now? Hang on, let me just throw five bucks on it. Eh, I ain't winning that much. I'll wait. I want to see what the laminator says. Chiefs is stealing money, better QB and better coach. Yeah. And and experience. Experience winning. And that defense, Captain Pope. That defense. I was watching um NFL, what is it? NFL Network's morning show. I've never watched it before. Honest to God. The only reason I watched it was because I was watching the Pro Bowl, which we'll get to. And Scott Van Pelt was giving um, mad love to this dude. NFL. 
morning show. What is it called? Is it Good Morning Football? Yeah, it's Good Morning Football. Drill them hard. Okay. It makes me warm. It makes me warm in my pantaloons. Uh, yes, it was Good Morning Football. So this is... This is what I was watching with. Damn, let's, why is that so zoomed in? Let's, let's back out of that a little bit. Sheesh. Yeah, uh, Jamie Erdahl. Erdahl? I don't know. Uh, Pat Schrager, Jason McCourty, and Kyle Brandt. I had seen Kyle Brandt, and he was doing this thing where he does, like, angry runs, and he gives the guy a scepter, and it was a weird thing, but Scott Van Pelt was like, I love it. It's my favorite thing. And then he started doing it. And I was like, yo, I love this. This is funny. This is like, this is what I love about sports and sports talk. It's not the same old humdrum. It's something completely different and fun and interesting. And so um, I tuned in this morning for the first time. And yo, it was such a good show. It's not the same old boring, like, eh, man, we need me, 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 me. Not that, not that at all. If you're a fan of what I do, if you're a fan of Barry on Deck, if you're a fan of the suspects, I really think you would like Good Morning Football. So give that a watch. Uh, it's good times had by all. And a lot of fun. Um, so they were on there. And what the hell was I going to tell you? Why did I bring this up? Oh, they made the point. They made the point. I don't remember who it was. No, I'm not putting $500, bro. I don't have $500. Um, they made the point that look, the, the, the Niners have two really good comebacks. They'd really do. I mean, green Bay and then in the NFC title game against the lions, just two phenomenal comebacks. But you ain't coming back against that chiefs defense. You get down 17 to this chiefs defense. You're done, son. Especially with the fact that Mahomes is running that offense. They feel like they can run the ball with Pacheco. You know, if they need a first down, they can go to Kelsey. It's not like this has to be the most prolific offense for the Chiefs. They just have to be good and let their defense be great. And that was kind of the point that I forget who was making it. But, hey, man, don't get down because you're not you, – you find a magic three times in a row in the playoffs in the NFL, that's tough sledding as it is. But good luck against that Chiefs defense. So, yeah, that's going to be critical – and I think that's a big part of, of why I really like the Chiefs is their defense. It's it's that good. Chiefs have been pretty meh in the second halves of games as of, as of late. Well, they're winning. They're all the way to the Super Bowl. So, But we'll take a look at more at the numbers tomorrow. Um, so I'm going to hold off on placing any bets right now. What betting slip do I have open? Oh, I didn't place it, though. Yeah, I don't want that. Get out of here. Scram beat it, kid. Scramble like a ding dong. Get out of here. Uh, back to the headlines. There we go. Here's the rest of it. So the Madden Sim has the Chiefs beating the 49ers 30 to 28. 49ers are complaining about their practice field. They're like, it's soft and spongy. Really? Kind of like your attitudes. They're like, it's soft. I mean, Kyle Shanahan was like, we're not making any excuses, but it's kind of been rumbling that, well, you know, this is. The, the Chiefs get all the, they've got two different practice fields, one indoors, one outdoors, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yo, Captain Pope! Thank you for the 400 bits, homie. Much appreciated. Yeah, Evil Death said soft. Yeah, they're like, uh, it's spongy. 
Okay, and they were bitching about the fact that the Chiefs have two different practice fields and this and that. Well, what happens is whoever's the home team in the Super Bowl gets certain things. Whoever's the road team gets certain things. So don't be mad. It rotates every year. Deal with it. It's not a big deal. Kyle Shanahan said they're not going to use it as an excuse. Yeah, and that's right, Ian. It's on the UNLV campus. Crazy thing is, is the commissioner, Roger Goodell, came out and was like, hey, Sorry they don't like the practice field, but they unanimously approved it. And if they unanimously approved it, then they liked it enough to say we can practice on that. So that's on them at this point, which is why I don't think you heard it become a bigger deal than it was. But Roger Goodell's like, nah, we're not going to have that bullshit. Nope, not doing it. Uh, if Lamar Jackson remembered how to play football, it would have been a way better game. You got to give credit to that Chiefs defense, too, though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, credit where credit is due. They did a damn good job against that offense. Uh, Ben Lamar made a couple of mistakes, and I think some of his receivers ran some wrong routes, and you know what? That's that's nobody's fault. That's like like saying, well, that one touchdown that Brock Purdy had was lucky. Okay. And? Even though I said Raiders fans are mad, the Chiefs are using their favorite team's practice facility. Yeah, probably, probably super upset about that now that I think about it. Um, Captain Pub said, Barry, where do you fall in the Mahomes goat talk? If he gets three before age 30 with the back-to-back. Term gets thrown around way too loosely these days. Thank, thank you again for the 400 bits. It's a good question. He's not the goat yet. He is the best player in football right now. Certainly. Um, getting three, and this would be his fourth, right? Or is this his third? I thought this would be his fourth. Maybe I was wrong. But getting him back-to-back is super difficult. And just getting here is ridiculously hard. Just getting to the Super Bowl is no small feat and and, and certainly shouldn't be poo-pooed if he doesn't win this weekend. So it is the third one on Sunday. I mean, look, man, the fact that he's so young, anybody could fall off at any moment. You know what I mean? Anybody could fall off. Um, But I think getting a back-to-back, he's certainly, he's certainly worthy of the discussion. Is he there yet? No. You got to get, get seven rings to compete with Tom Brady. I mean, that's just a fact. That's just, that is literally the bar. Anybody that comes along, you can put up all the regular season numbers you want to put up. You know what I mean? You can do, you can, you can do that all day. Great. Fantastic. Good for you, uh, Josh Allen. Good for you, potentially Justin Herbert. Good for you, Dak Prescott. Look at all those beautiful passing numbers, setting records, and Tom Brady never had those. Great. But what none of them have and none of them will be able to do is win seven Super Bowls. The only one that right now is Mahomes. And this is a this is a discussion that's very narrow in scope. At this point, it's really just about is Mahomes going to get seven Super Bowls? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think he does. 
I don't I, I just I don't think he does. And here's why, and it really goes back to um it goes back to what a, a friend of the show Walt would talk about in the chat. And it's a very real thing. And I, I kind of was like, eh, it just depends on the guy. But it really is true. It, If you don't have the money to maneuver and put depth around these quarterbacks, if, they're, if their contracts are consuming a lot of it, a lot of the salary cap, it's going to be a struggle. And I know you can move money around and I know you can get creative, but imagine being able to get creative and move money around if you didn't have the highest paid quarterback in the league for a year or two or whatever it is. And that's just the difference, I think. Honestly, that's, to me, skill set-wise, it, it's tough to compare the two because their skill set's not the same. Brady was never going to be able to take off and run, right? Brady was never going to be making spectacular wrong-handed throws, right? Left-handed, underhand, no-look pass. Brady wasn't flashy like that and successful in doing it. He made throws, but he wasn't the guy that was like, ah, look at me. All he did was Al Davis it. Win, 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 baby. All he did was win, win, win no matter what. So while their styles and, and style of play and achievements are certainly different in that regard during the regular season, what it's going to come down to is if we're ever going to be able to say Patrick Mahomes is better than Tom Brady, he's going to have to at least get seven Super Bowls. At least. Good luck. I don't think he does. I don't think he does it because of the salary, number one. And number two, and this is going to sound crazy, and I probably should be clipping this because some of you are going to, maybe this would be a good uh, good uh, Instagram clip. But I think the two reasons why, um, here, let me do it. Let me do it right. Let me do it right, chat. Act like this doesn't, act like this is, I'm just, I'm just clipping this. I'm, this conversation wasn't playing, but. The two reasons why Patrick Mahomes will never be better than Tom Brady one, salary cap issues, the money that he makes and commands and will continue to make and command. But two, part of Mahomes' brilliance is his ability to run. Part of Mahomes' brilliance is his ability to use his feet to create. That's just a fact. And as he gets older, he's not going to have that ability. Now, does it mean Patrick Mahomes is not a good pocket passer? Oh, absolutely he's good in the pocket. But when you take that dimension away, you now have a player who's not used to being able to also create with his feet like he does right now as a young player who is the best football player on the planet. 30, 36, 37-year-old Patrick Mahomes is going to be a lot different than 27-year-old Patrick Mahomes. It's just the facts. And that was an advantage that Brady had as he was always a pocket passer. Big, tall, goofy, lumbering, and slow. And so good. So accurate. So, yeah, I, 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 I would be stunned if Patrick Mahomes passes Tom Brady in Super Bowl wins. I would. I'd be absolutely stunned. It is so hard. You think about it. We had these conversations with, with uh, uh, um, 
Peyton Manning. And it, look how quickly it can turn. Russ, look how quickly it can turn. This is what scares the bejesus out of me about guys like C.J. Stroud. Is it's like, oh, yeah, this is awesome. But, man, it can turn on a dime. So enjoy it while you can, Chiefs fans. Enjoy it while you can. Ian says Josh Allen has zero Super Bowl. What? Breaking news! Breaking news! Josh Allen has zero Super Bowls. What? What? Yes. Yes, he does. Not. Uh, Packers on a long-term friendly deal. Mm, he's spending a lot of money. He's still spending a lot of money. Brady Mahomes is going to be the new MJ LeBron debate. Facts. I do believe that. Yeah. 100%. I know the olds be mad. That was discredit anyone from the pre-Super Bowl era. Oh. I'm sure. Uh, defensive ends are too fast for anyone to be a pocket passer anymore. Not bad. No, B. Hannon. Brock Osweiler is not. Shut up. <coughs> and Kelsey on the 16th or 17th hole of his career. Yeah, that too. That's the thing, man. They're going to have to get some more weapons. And again, I, I get it, Wallace. I know you said Patrick Mahomes has signed a team-friendly deal, but look how much talent they've lost. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> they can't afford to pay all those guys. And a lot of it has to do with you got to pay Mahomes and Maato. So, what you going to do? Um, Real quick, back to these headlines. Last thing, um, rest in peace to an American hero. Thank you for your service, Toby Keith. Toby Keith dead at the age of 82. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. I don't know the rest of the lyrics. Uh, something, something on my side. What was the lyrics? Uh, I should have been a cowboy. Should have been a cowboy. Toby Keith. Uh, let's see. Full lyrics. There we go. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six-shooter. Riding my pony on a cattle ride. What? You've never heard of Toby? Okay. He was like he went like super crazy American weird thing where he was like, "Hey, the America love it or leave it." He got it kind of out there uh, as after nine eleven, I believe. Let's see if I can download it. I I could play a little bit of it. I don't give a sh. I'll do it. Don't threaten me. I'll play it. Uh, let's see. Hey, don't forget New Orleans native Carl Weathers. Yep, Carl Weathers passed away too over the weekend. Super sad. Ian, nobody knows who that is. Ian says Mike Martin, FSU baseball coach. Love you, Ian. No one knows who that is. No one. Yeah, I learned about Toby Keith when I was DJing at my mom's club. Um, that's when I learned. Let's see. Uh, no, I want YouTube downloaders, the legal one. Oh, no, what, what? Get out of here. What? What? Why do I have DHgate AirPods in my search history? 
Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, courtesy of the red, white, and blue was massive post-9-11. Yes, that was the one. Yeah. It was. It really was. Here we go. Um, I am going to download this one. Huh? Did it work? I think it worked. We'll we'll jam a little. I'll get a little copyright strike. I don't give a shit. Heinz Skirt. Kobe. Uh, Kobe. Toby Keith. Dead at the age of 62. Uh, stomach cancer. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, he had stomach cancer. And um, I think he lost his battle there. Let's see. Here we go. All right. And then when we're done with this, I've got a video to show you along with this video of one Tobias Keithman. That's not his name. It's Toby Keith. What is happening right now? There we go. I was like, why is my screen acting so crazy? Turbo Keith. Turbo Keith. Here we go. This is the song. Y'all remember this? What year was this? Anybody remember this? Yeah, it was like I bet you never heard old Marshall Dillon say, Miss Kitty, have you ever thought of running away? Settling down, would you marry me? If I ask you twice and beg you pretty please. She'd have said yes in a New York minute. He never tied a knot. His heart wasn't in it. He stole a kiss as he rode. He never hung his so. hat up at Kitty's place. Oh, damn it, Kitty. I should have been a cowboy. Come on. I should have learned to roll around. Wearing my six shoes, riding my pony on a cattle drive. Stealing a young girl's hearts. Man, that worked good. I like it. Just like Gene and Lord singing the Shut up, Patrick Swayze. That's Toby Keith. Captain Pope said, this is a fucking banger. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Clarence said, damn, he was country country. As opposed to what? I mean, the song came out in, I don't know when. Let's see. Should have been a cowboy. When was that song released? Let's see. 1993. Damn. So that's 21 years ago. Yeah, that's 21 years ago. What did you expect? That was a good two-stepping song, too. Nah, Perry said no shade, but I never heard a dude. What? Never heard of him? Shut up, Patrick Swayze. Why am I? Why am I? Let's just be honest here. Why am I not surprised at all that the black people in the chat have never heard of Toby Keith? I mean, why am I? I am not stunned. I'm not like, what, Perry? You've never heard of Toby Keith? Not stunned in the least. It would be like if Casey and JoJo passed away and I asked Captain Pope, I mean, I feel like Captain Pope might know about Jodeci, though. 
I gotta, who would be who would be the Toby Keith of the black community? Who would be who's the Toby Keith of of black music that white people would be like, never heard of it. I never heard of him. Uh it would have to be somebody obscure like Kwame. Or yeah, not even Big Daddy Kane. It'd have to be like um uh Chi Ali. <laughs> I don't know. I think some of the black people in the chat were like, fucking who? Chi Ali. No, not Killer Mike. Luther Vandross be handing every white person knows who Luther Vandross is. Come on, fam. That one's too easy. That's like saying George Strait for the black people. They're going to know who George Strait is. They might not like him. They may not be jamming his shit in their truck or their car, but they know Kid Capri. Stop it. <laughs> John Doriace and Lil Nas X. No. No. Charlie Pride. Nah, we all. No, that's not. That's not it at all. That's not it at all. Uh, I would I would say, yeah, like a Chiali or. Um, oh, who's a random singer? Um, who's a random R&B singer? Oh, I guarantee you somebody like Maxwell or. I, yeah, Maxwell. That'd be a good one. White people would be like, what? I love that coffee. No, not Maxwell House. Maxwell, the singer. I mean, I do. I love it. I don't like the decaf, though. I got to have my little pick-me-up. It's like, okay, that's that's not it at all. Of course, when I said Toby Keith, D'Angelo is another good one, Dre. Nah, I feel like some people would know who Tyrese was. They'd be like, oh, the handsome one with the nice smile. No, white people do not know Maxwell. That is not true at all. Charlie Wilson, I said. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. No, not Vernon Maxwell, Rudy Rod. Oh, and and now the Mexicans are chiming in. Great. Now we got to come up with one for them, too. Jesus, here we go. Uh, well, it wouldn't be Ramon Ayala because everybody knows him. It would have to be the Cumbia Kings. Guarantee you, you say Cumbia Kings and the white people are like, what? What? I think I had that for breakfast. You didn't have Asurga. No, you didn't have, you didn't have the Cumbia Kings Asurga for breakfast. I assure you. I mean, you may have had some sugar, but okay. Uh, Joe Pro said, yeah, I was thinking coffee. Also, I'm pretty white for a white guy. Joe Pro is... The quintessential white man. I mean quintessential white man. First name Charlie, last name Wilson. Uh, <laughs> Travis Scott is too much. Yeah. No, evil death. No, no to Travis Scott. Yo, what's up, Brian Pettit? Good to see you. Captain Pope! Why is this thing not firing off? Thank you for the 100 bits. Why does it keep changing? That's weird. Uh, jumped into Fire Dancer stream. She's never heard of him. <laughs> Captain Pope said, "I jumped into Fire Dancer stream. She's never heard of Toby Keith. Twenty years, twenty something year old breast streamer. Go figure. What? You mean Fire Dancer? The Hoochie Mama has never heard of Toby Keith. By the way, Hoochie Mama sounds a thousand percent like a Toby Keith song." Hey, little hoochie mama, come on down. We're going to get on down with the 
dog in the back and the hoochie mama. I don't know. I'm going to take you on home because I hate your drama. I don't know. I'm making up a Toby Keith song as we go. Um. Oh, I see East Coast hip hop at the time. Billy Ray, lucky he had MTV. Uh, or I would not know him either. Yeah. 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 Billy Ray. Yeah. Uh, if you don't grow up being exposed to different music, it's damn near impossible to listen to other genres. I mean, you can. You can just not be stubborn and start listening. I was lucky because I was a DJ. So I, at the club that I DJed at in Conroe, Texas, mm-hmm. I used to have to play everything. I had to play like rock. <laughs> you ain't nothing but a hoochie mama. Hoorah, hoorah, hoochie mama. Not that hoochie mama. No, it's got to be a country song. Okay. God, can you guys keep up? See, she said I'm pretty white for a brown girl. Ah, a coconut. Okay, that's inappropriate. That's my wife. <sighs> B. Hannah said this is great. Yeah. <laughs> Perry said I love this show. I mean, look. It's, it happens sometimes, okay? It just happens sometimes. Um, and and just it's not about like, oh, well, I didn't grow up listening to, bro. I didn't grow. You think I my white ass family grew up listening to Afrocentric, uh, uh, what uh, fucking, uh, not the Back to Africa. It was the Afrocentric. Oh, it was the pro black. I forget what it's called. This is Poor Righteous Teachers, King's Son. Uh, was it the Five Percenters? Yeah. No. The one? Is it the Five Percenters? Yeah. Anyways, they thought we were all the devil. I used to love that music. Just imagine Conroe, Texas in the early 90s. But uh, I listened to... So I listened to a lot of different shit, right? Like I listened to, I, I, I loved hip hop, but I would always listen to different songs because I was always wanting to sample stuff and make different beats using different things. Um, so, and then when I became a DJ, very last night on TikTok, I have one. Oh, nice. Um, I can't do 5%. I'm lactose intolerant. Is it called the 5%? It's the nation... Uh, Oh my god! I just did a whole like I just read a, a shit ton about this. Nations of Gods and Earths, which is yeah, nation N O N O E. Let's see. Gods and Earths. <sighs> yes. Yeah, the five percent nation. See, I'm right. Damn it! Never doubt yourself, kids. Never doubt yourself. Here's what I'm talking about. And some of you don't know this. You're going to be like, what in the fuck? Uh, yeah. The nations of gods and earths. The five percenters. It's a, it's a splinter of the nation of Islam. Boom, boom in this beer. Yeah. Uh, they kind of, they, uh, the dude that founded it, which was Clarence 13X, not Clarence Marshall. Uh, but Clarence 13X was not, he, he fell out of favor with Elijah Muhammad and the uh, the black Muslim movement, Nation of Islam. And so he started the Nations of Gods and Earths. And it was very much uh, influential in a lot of your favorite rappers. You would never even know 
that a lot of your favorite rappers were uh, were five percenters. And the crazy thing is, is a lot of people are like, oh, well, they hated white people. Not really. Not really. They hated ignorance more than anything. There was a white five percenter. So, uh, yeah, just go go read about it. See, I, I tried to learn uh, different things. And so I listened to a lot of hip-hop growing up. But then when I became a DJ, I listened to a lot of rock and roll, uh, a lot of country music. My wife got me into... Um, uh, 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 Tejano music. So I, yeah. <laughs> Clarence said, my new name is Clarence 14XL. That's your shirt size. Don't, please don't confuse the two, Clarence. You, that is, that is your shirt size. So, and your hat size. And your bra size. <laughs> Clarence double L's. <laughs> Oh, double D my ass. Double L's. Uh, oh, yeah, that is good. He does the Sunday football song I like. What? Oh, Chris Stapleton? Was that what I was looking at? Oh, look at Mr. Uh, Mr. Denson probably singing Computer Love as we speak. No shit. Computer Love. Yeah. I like that one song Chris Stapleton sings. No idea. Did you guys watch the Grammys? Something really crazy happened on the Grammys that I missed, but I got to watch a video of it. Um, who's the dude that's got a uh, fast car out now? Let's see. You got a fast car. Luke Combs. He did a duet with Tracy Chapman, and apparently it was dope. Uh, Amos said the Hebrew Israelites are who you're thinking of. No, I'm talking about the nations of gods on earth, five percenters. That's what I'm talking about. And a lot of their... Um, uh, a lot of... Uh, it's got the whole list of like famous five percenters. Here you go. Big Daddy Kane, Brother Jay, Brother Jay, what you say? What you say, Brother Jay, what you say? From X Clan, Buster Rhymes, Black Sheep, Brand Nubian, Cypher Sounds, um, Diggable Planets, Erica Badu is a five percenter, uh, Rakim, Jay Z, Nas, Wu Tang, uh, Freedom Williams of CNC Music Factory. Gonna make you sweat. Yeah, a lot of lot of a lot of famous rap poor righteous teachers. That was my jam, one of my favorite groups. Uh John Forte of the Fugees. LL Cool J was a five percenter, but kind of. Uh Carmelo Anthony's a five percenter. Rizza. That's always weird. Rizza, Sizza, Wizza, Kizza. I don't know. Uh yeah, so there was a lot. And a lot of rappers were influenced by it, but never joined, so. Um, what did Clarence say? Oh, Cisco said I'm in the same boat. Tracy Chapman with Luke Combs was awesome. I totally missed it, Donna, but I heard it was amazing. I saw a video of it and it looks so dope. And it was cool to see the crowd was into it and not, it wasn't really even the crowd per se. It was just a bunch of other, uh, what's up, Deco Suave? A bunch of other singers, Jelly Roll, which I'm not even going to comment. Uh, Jelly Roll, Taylor Swift, all of them was getting down to it. It was pretty dope. It was pretty dope. So, uh, all right. What were we talking about? We were, what were we doing? Oh, we were doing the told Toby Keith thing. Killer Mike got arrested during the Grammys. What? What? Oh, Donna, you posted it on the Discord? Nice. 
Wenn es like um, who is Wu Tang? No, Alan Jesus. He said Hu Tang. No, it's Wu Tang, not Hu Tang. That is so country, Alan. I swear to God, you sound like my dad. Well, like he used to sound. Unless you're being quiet, you don't sound like him because he don't say nothing now. Uh. Alan said, who is Hu-Tang? You don't know who the Wu-Tang Clan is? Cash rules everything around me. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. No, not Poo-Tang, evil death, Jesus. Kill him, I got arrested after he won three Grammys. That's okay. Did you guys see that Patrick Mahomes' dad was um, allegedly arrested for DUI? Hey, what's up, Miz? Good to see you, man. Also, Wu-Tang is for the kids. Wu-Tang is for the kids. What's up, Miz? Wu-Tang is for the kids, Miz. Oh, that was stupid. That was so dumb. Y'all should have seen Miz on Twitter getting people pissed off. Big big angry fight going back and forth. I was like, oh, my God. Uh, yes, Barry on deck. Ian told us. <laughs> Why won't the stick? Landonson Wu Tang is forever. Uh oh, time out, somebody. Oh wow, wow! Shots fired. <laughs> Damn, Amos then went out and got he done capped Alan Denson. He said, "Hey, Wu Tang is forever." Oh my God, that dumb post. What dumb post? Oh yeah. I didn't even see it all. I just went and like, holy shit, this is a this is a whole trail of stuff going on. I didn't even see who started it. Uh, I apologize for the insufferable Michigan fan. You would have thought Michigan went 0 12 this past season. I didn't even know what happened. That was crazy. I just logged in. I was like, what is it going on here? Uh, that cop that arrested Patrick's dad is related to Taylor. Oh, shut up. That's not true, Dico Suave. You stop lying. Stop lying. Uh, but yeah, Patrick Mahomes' dad, I love this. He's, he's like, yes, Ian told us. I know he ruins all the headlines. Uh, Patrick Mahomes' dad was allegedly arrested. Let's see. Patrick dad arrested, which, you know, he was just like, dad, really, bro? You know, it's Super Bowl week, fam. Why are you? Why? Why? Why would you do this now? Why would you start? Why would you do? You know, I'm going to have to answer a million bajillion questions about this this week of all weeks. This is what you do. Come on, dad. Crazy. Uh, he was arrested on suspicion, by the way, of DWI. Here's the here's the article on People magazine. Oh, that's not it. Damn, gave away my next thing. Uh, he looks happy. This is in Tyler, Texas, too. By the way, they had, they had pretty good strip clubs back in the day in Tyler, Texas. Charged, uh, was previously charged with DWI offense in 2018. Why is this not working? I'm 3.5. Oh, my God. Why is the browser thing not working it's making me so angry 
I don't know why it's not working. It's super pissing me off. Uh, Patrick needs to hire his ass a driver. Yeah, he does. Over under shots of Taylor Swift during halftime. Ooh, that's a that's a good question. Uh, not a bad not a bad poll. Everybody get on Potch's poll. Uh, over under shots of T's swizzle at halftime. Uh, three and a half. You said it at three and a half. Uh, over under. All right, you got five minutes to vote in the poll. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. Get on my poll, Potch says. Y'all get on Potch's poll. Everybody climb aboard Potch's big old poll and say what's up. Uh, I would go under three and a half because I think you're going to see her throughout, but I don't think you'll see her because I'll be honest with you. I feel like Usher would be like, uh-uh, nope. Ain't going to be none of that bullshit. Ain't going to be none of that. Hey, what's up, P-Ray and Dizzle? Sorry I'm late. Are we off the rails yet? We've been off the rails, pimp. Seems like things are in order. Oh, no, we've been off the rails. We just spent 30 minutes uh, talking about different races and music and why some some uh, some races have never heard of Toby Keith. What? I know. And then we discussed how white people have never heard of Maxwell. And then uh, the Mexicans had to chime in in the chat. They were like, yeah, but what about the Cumbia Kings? And we were just like, oh, my God, what's next? What is it going to Asian going to show up and tell us about Psy? <sighs> or some K-pop? I don't know. I uh, love that's only for you, Mizzy. What? Uh, as long as you aren't flashing your pole. Oh, dig that. Uh, if the Chiefs win, the media will forget about Mahomes' dad. DWI is a distraction. Not really. I don't think it's going to be a huge distraction. It's really only a distraction if you address it in a manner that, uh, it, to me, I'd be like, I ain't here for that. I'm not talking about that. Go ask my dad. That has nothing to do with me. Because that's, 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 and really and truly, that's a fact. Like, it has nothing to do with Patrick Mahomes quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs that his dad can't hold his liquor and allegedly got pulled over for allegedly driving drunk. But that's that's not, I mean, look at the chat. Gangnam style. I mean, that's not his fault. You're not who your parents are. And you're not, you don't have to answer for the mistakes that your parents make. You know what I mean? If Patrick got arrested, Maybe his brother or wife, oh, his brother would be just like, yes. Maybe his wife, but it's like, hey man, they they live their lives. I'm I'm my dad does his thing. I do my thing. Go ask my dad. He's a former sports star. You can he, go ask him. I'm not talking about that. I'm focused on this game. And I think that's the end of it. Now, if you start hemming and hauling around, well, you know, they said it could be that it wasn't true and I know my dad, and I stand my bullshit. If this were the Eugene Robinson deal, that's a Super Bowl distraction. I remember that. Uh, oh, shit. And my headphones died. There's some little thing here. Yeah. 
This isn't going to go good at all. I'm going to be tethered to the... I'm going to be tethered here. Sorry, I have to have headphones for some reason. I have to be able to hear myself. It's super weird when I can't, so... Yeah, my headphones. Flatline! Ah, there we go. All right. Um, Good thing it happened after the media date. No, it happened over the weekend. It happened over the weekend. I don't know what media date, but I'm pretty sure it happened over the weekend. Uh, Anywho, I don't think it's going to be that big of a distraction, just a thing. And the only reason I brought up his dad was because, you know, he's got his bod, so... What? Folks, this is your king. This is your king. This is your king. Although I will say for me, that's goals. I ain't gonna lie. As fat as I am, that's goals. Hashtag goals. I'd be like, girl, I got the body of a football player. What you talking about? <laughs> Makes me want a hot dog real bad. What? A hot dog? Guy on the left. Uh, he's like, ooh. The guy on the left looks like a young Norm McDonald. Like he's about to say something crazy. Like, uh, I don't know. Well, he's certainly built like Brady. <laughs> Jumper, I was just about to look that up. Tom Brady body. He's got that Tom Brady body. I mean, Brady was, uh, where is it? Well, now this is a little more cut Tom Brady. There's Brady at the beach. Tom Brady draft picture. There we go. There we go, Tomothy. There's Tom Brady's draft picture. Let's see, chat. Uh, Brady. That's not how you spell Brady Laminac. Lock it up, buddy. Here, I'm going to put Brady on here. We'll do a, we'll do a side by side. Dad bod versus dad bod. Who's the goat dad bod? Huh? Huh? Who's your goat dad bod chat? That's the real question. Forget, forget Pacha's stupid ass poll. This is what, this is what the people demand. Who's the goat dad bod in this sitch? That's what we need. That's that's what we need. Let me get this out the way here. Let me. Uh, oh, look at that. How sexy is that? Huh? Goat dad bod. Oops, oops, oops. Who you got? Who's got the better dad bod? Let me make that poll. There we go. Here we go. By the way, the results of the poll is in. 50-50 split. Eight of you said over. Eight of you said under. I didn't vote. I'll break the tie and say under during the halftime show. It'll be over for the Super Bowl, but I don't think it'll be three and a half during the halftime show. You might get one. All right. New poll. <sighs> Better dad bod. Uh, Mahomes or Magoat? Huh? Who had a better dad bod? Mahomes or Magoat? And obviously Magoat is Brady. Okay. 
don't don't start coming up with new things. It's just where we're at. So deal with it. Deal with it. Jason Kelsey has the ideal body. Six pack in a cooler. Well done. Well done, P. Randizzle. Eli's another good one. Oh, yeah. But we're not doing that. You guys always got to stare in your own. Stop it. Stop it. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. No, I don't, Amos. Amos said you got to have Eli in there. No. This is a two-dad bod race between Brady and, and, and Mahomes. Guys, here's the thing. No one gives a shit about Eli's dad bod because no one's talking about who's better, who's the GOAT, Brady or Mahomes. Ain't nobody like, well, what about Eli and his nose? Ain't nobody saying that. That's why he's not included in this bit. Jesus. You guys are so, the pick of Eli on the bench is going, no one cares. It has nothing to do with the comparison between the two greatest quarterbacks of all time. I'll turn this whole goddamn show around right now, I swear to God. I'll do it. I'll, I'll double dog do it. Don't care. Don't the dad bod game, right? I was like, man, you know what? I wish, I wish, I wish that my bod looked like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. I look like Curly Culp. Oh, by the way, do y'all like my new shirt? Check out my shirt. Uh-oh. Get out of my way! Huh? Huh? Let's go, Catstros. <sighs> be ready to stop, tell mom. Yeah, I'll do it. I don't give a shit. I'll do it. Eli is a goat battle rapper, though. Did y'all see that? Um, yeah, Eli did a battle rap, and it was it was supposed to be corny, and it was. It was corny. Cece said, "I don't get it. What? You don't get the." Cat strows instead of Astros. It's got a C and a T in it. And then it's got a cat instead of the dome. And then the balls of yarn. I hate you, Cece. I hate you. Thank you, Donna. You get me. You get me. Jet, thank you. Jet gets me. Eli got his win already. Dropping rhymes on Brady. <sighs> yeah, it just... Some of that stuff just smacks of desperation. Some of that stuff, watching just Eli Manning try to rap is just absolutely disgusting. Wait a minute. Oh, yeah. We're going to do this. Rudy Rod, I don't give a fuck if you don't like my shirt. You think I give a shit? I'm wearing this shirt. I don't give a fuck if you hate this shirt. I don't care. I got it on crooked, though. This shirt is not for you. This shirt is for me. This shirt is for my wife and all the other cat lovers. I know you're scared of pussy, Rudy Rod. I get it. I get it. You're like, oh, my gosh. No. You got a wiener dog in there? I let that bite me in the face. Rough, rough. I get it. But I don't give a fuck. I like this shirt. 
So shut the fuck up. All right. Um, I haven't seen Max rap. Oh, this is awful. All right. I'm just preparing you, chat. Just get ready. This is absolutely atrocious. Okay. It is nauseating. not the return of the Mac. This this made me angry on a level it probably should not have made me angry. But it did. And it's just he's lost his goddamn mind. I mean, that's a fact. It did feel racist, Wallace. It really did. It really felt kind of a little bit it it felt a little awful and kind of racist at the very least it felt how do you gentrify <laughs> how do you gentrify sprite somehow somehow mac managed to gentrify sprite and the color purple which not that color purple but that color purple okay so Someone needs to step in and say enough. He's losing his goddamn mind is what's happening. It's it's just watching watching Mattress Mac slowly decline like this. Who's in charge of his publicity? Who's his PR person? This is what I need to know. Who is in charge of Mattress Mac's PR? Because they are failing. Is it his kids? Is it, you know what it is? I think I know, chat. I've cracked the case. I think I know. I bet you it's Hilti from Hilton Furniture. He's trying to destroy him. He's like, you know what will be really cool, Mac? And and Mattress Mac was like, what? What will be cool? Hilti's like, ooh, I got it. What if you dressed up? Like a rapper, wear all purple and just say a bunch of nonsense, and just totally gentrify Houston rap culture for your for your for your furniture. That would be dope. Ooh! And then the other guy was like, "Where no shame lives." You ain't got no shame, bro. Now that first of all, and that's a fact, Jack. First of all, did anybody put any lean in this cup? I mean, did they make him lean or did they just do Sprite and Jolly Ranchers? Because that is not lean. If they didn't put codeine in the Sprite with the Jolly Ranchers, they didn't give him no oil. They didn't give him no scissor. They just gave him some different flavored Sprite. That's all that is. If we're gonna if we're gonna gentrify some hip hop culture in Houston, goddammit, then we need to be giving Mattress Max some real ass oil. Some real ass lean. Okay? I'm not doing this mamby-pamby fake gentrification shit. 
It should start and end with him actually drinking lean. Actually drinking it. Donna said, what is lean? Donna, lean is codeine and Sprite with uh, usually like a Jolly Rancher, like a cherry or a fruit punch. Usually something. It could be whatever flavor you want, but usually it's something that ends up turning it pink a lot of times. CZ said they can't show a script. They can't show Lean. He doesn't have a script. How do you know? He might. Look how old he is. That man's got a prescription for everything. So it's codeine. It's cough syrup, but it's like over-the-counter cough syrup. So that's what Lean is. It's also called oil or syrup, or as the kids would say, scissorp. Um, sipping on some scissorp. So, yeah, that's that's it's part of... It's part of Houston rap culture, Donna. Um, you'll hear like rappers talking about lean up in my cup or whatever. This is what they're talking about. They're talking about codeine mixed with Sprite. Yeah, promethazine mixed with Jolly Ranchers or whatever. Uh, he had a virgin drink. Don't be like that, Barry. No. No. Uh, Max using them cow tranquilizers. True. Yeah. Purple drink, pink drink. There's all kinds of shit you can throw in there, but that's what the Jolly Ranchers are for in the Sprite. He's just missing the promethazine or codeine or other shit. In fact, let's see. Hold on. Uh, what is lean? Uh, they have a whole Wikipedia for it. Uh, <laughs> this is crazy. This is what white people do. They're like, wait a minute. Wait a damn minute. I want to be part of the scene. I want to be part of the culture. Uh, ooh, Siri, what is lean? <laughs> no, Cece, do not give any of that to Donna. Cece said, Donna, we're going to try it next time I see you. No, absolutely not. There it is, Donna C. Lean, also known as Purple Drink, Perp, Scissor, Syrup, and several other names, is a uh, recreational drug containing codeine and promethazine. Yeah, I forgot the promethazine. With a soft drink, beverage originated in Houston and is popular in hip-hop culture. So it's the codeine, promethazine, Jolly Ranchers. You can see there's the whole picture, right? And then you, you put that, you mix it together, and you drink that. And it's supposed to make you like real chilled out, real mellow, real. I've never had it. I've never had it. This was past like when I was in high school. I was already adulting. And um, I was kind of past this. Like if I had been in high school, I probably would have drank that shit or tried it for sure. B. Hannah said, what a community. What? We are promoting lean in the chat. We're not promoting it. No, not lean like a cholo. No, that's not. No. <laughs> that's not it. Kids call it drank. Yeah, because the fuzz found out what lean is. That's true. No, Cece, you're not doing it. In a baby food jar? No, Dave, that's not That's not it at all. Look <laughs> at Jet. <laughs> My two favorite bitches sipping on lean. Jet's done turned into a damn rapper. All right, uh, let's watch this. Let's watch this craptacular video of Mattress Mac rapping. Now, I want you to, I want you to pay attention, folks. We're gonna we're gonna start it over. Just 
Pay attention. I'm going to let it run from now on, all right? Create a buzz but terribly done. Why the hell would he cater to the group that raps about being broke? I work and can't afford his couches. That's a good question. I don't know. Um, okay. Tony said I took dare serious. Don't even get me started. All right, here we go. Here's the whole the whole video for Madras Mac from the beginning. <laughs> Now that. Did you get chopped and screwed by a competitor who said they were going to hook it up, then went ghost when it was time for your delivery? Here at Gallery Furniture, you know, we stay knocking on doors like Pepsi and Little Kiki. And you know when you cop from Gallery Furniture, in four hours or less, our delivery team is going to show up and show out because we don't do it for the clout. This is what Gallery Furniture and we are all about. We can't leave you riding dirty on that hand-me-down sofa. We need you to shine so clean with that new news from Gallery Furniture. Text me, Mattress Mac, your triple OG partner from the north side at 281-844-1963. I'm going to plug you in with $600 off your purchase of $2,000 or more because a real hustler like you got to be living lavish. And if your credit is all up, you know I run it like Chameleon Air and Slim Thugger. Pull up to any gallery furniture location, we're going to fight to get you financing like when I fought Muhammad Ali many years ago, the greatest of all time. Let's get it. This is why they hate white people. This this is why white people are hated. Right there. That was the corniest, goofiest, most awkward. Um I, I get it that it's supposed to be kind of funny. It's an old furniture dude. With the with the the whole get up and talk, but it is I, this is not my culture that he's appropriating. But I feel like I sh I would be offended, and and you know, it's it's just bad. It's bad. It's it's. It's trying too hard. It's <laughs> Sean said I'm uncomfortable. It's just it's pointless. It's needless. Why? Why would you do this? Why not just hire Slim Thug, Lil Kiki, Paul Wall to do something for you? Is it is it supposed to be funny? Because it it didn't feel like he was trying to fake it. You know what I mean? There's a difference if you're like, yo, I'm Mattress Mac, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't feel like Malibu's most wanted. It just felt like he got really bad advice. 
that's what it felt like. He got really bad advice. Somebody was like, hey, you know what you should do? A commercial where you completely obliterate, rip off, and disrespect Houston hip-hop culture. You should totally do that. Like, why? I need some lean after that. <laughs> Jet, that's funny. Uh, Hardtop said the once uncrowned mayor of Houston has turned into 2024 Ric Flair. Mirror image. Once great, now just sad. It kind of feels that way. It kind of feels that way. Matt got into politics. Matt got into, and, and this, I think, what I think, honestly, if I'm being honest, I think this is a complete swing in the opposite direction because he alienated so many people with his politics. Whether you agree or disagree with his politics, right? Whether you agree or disagree. The fact of the matter is, if you're a businessman, you can stand on your politics all you want. I learned this firsthand with this show. I learned how many people out there can't handle a different opinion and they run for the hills. They freak out and go, not, I'm not going there ever again. I'm not watching that show. I'm not buying anything from them because they don't, they don't say the things I want to hear. They're not my echo chamber. I'm not spending money there. I'm not listening to that. I'm not doing that. And that's certainly their right. And that was a risk that Mac took. I felt like back in the day when he backed whoever he backed in the mayoral race and said all that outlandish shit that he was saying and he he chose a side as a business person and said, I think he truly believed in it. And you know, whether you agree or disagree, I think he believed in it. And I also think to a certain degree, rest in peace, PayPal Pete, I also think to a certain degree that Mattress Mac felt like he was untouchable. I think he really thought I can say and do whatever I want. This city loves me. But what happens is, and again, I'm not saying I agree, disagree, or whatever, but what happens is when you inject your politics into your business, you alienate or you run the risk of alienating a very large portion of your customer base, especially when you are a furniture store based inside of a very urban demographic. And I know a lot of you are going to assume black. It's not necessarily true. I would be stunned if the vast majority of Mattress Max customers were black. I think a lot of his customers are white and Latino. But I think he does still have a big non-conservative customer base or had whether it was non whether it was you know liberal whites or liberal blacks or liberal Hispanics But I think he thought he could do no wrong. I think he thought he could get away with anything. So he jumped into politics thinking, I got the whole city behind me. And then a lot of the city went, nah, you're talking crazy shit. Or nah, we don't agree. Or nah, 
we don't like her and you're supporting her, we're out. And I think Mac found out real quick there is a line. You can go too far and you can lose support. I learned that. I found that out. So I think what you're seeing when you see that video, when you see that. I think what you're seeing when you see this is him trying to walk it back. Him trying to overcorrect. Hey, I'm sorry about all that crazy shit, doubting elections and, you know, I'm sorry about all that. Look how cool I am. Look how hip hop I am. What's up, brother? What's up, bro? What's up, bro ham? I got really. That's what it feels like. I mean, the, the, the sad fact is this motherfucker to turn into Malibu's most wanted. What are we doing? Why? Bro, just stick to being lovable, goofy, crazy Mattress Mac, who was super generous and still is. He's still generous, still kind. Heck yeah. Messed up and did a lot of weird shit he shouldn't have done and got into things he shouldn't have got into. Behannon. Thank you for the resub, man. 18 months. That's dope, dude. Thank you so much, sir. Oh, Behannon the Lurker. Um, remember there's a clip of Max saying F off or F you to some baseball fans. Oh, that was in Philly. Again, that was part of the Mattress Mac lore. I do a bit about it on stage. I do like five minutes of Mattress Mac being, I mean, I have literally like 10 minutes of material on Mattress Mac that I talk about on stage. And I just thank him for this because now I've got at least five more minutes. To, to joke about on stage. But I talked about it. I mean, Mattress Mac was gangster. He went to Philly and tried to fight Philly fans. And the bit that I say is that's how you know he's gangster. Or like, no, I say, which, of course, we knew Mattress Mac was gangster. He grew up on Tidwell. And, uh, you know, and then we talk about that. I go to a bunch of shit. If, you need, if you've never been to a show, you wouldn't know this. But, yeah, I do like five, literally have five to six minutes of Mattress Mac material. Talk about. When people accused him of being on cocaine, I talk about him, you know, selling furniture, um, how he could do no wrong, but he could get canceled because you know, it's just, I'm not going to do the whole bit, but, but he is beloved in this city or was. And then he, you know, he skewed one way. And then now I think he's trying to skew back. Just stay in your lane, dude. That's the thing, man. Just stay who you are. Stay what made people fall in love with you. Stick to that. That's a lesson I learned. I believe Joe Osteen is the racist versus Mac. I don't think Joe Osteen is racist. I don't know. I don't think Mac is racist. I wouldn't, I'm, not, I'm not saying Mattress Mac is racist. Where did you get that, Evil Death? I never said he was racist, and I don't think Joe Osteen is racist. Or flip, I should say. Sorry. Neither one of them, I believe, are racist. That's, the, that, that's again, I think that shit gets thrown around way too much, fam. That term racist, you got to really be careful how we label people. It's unfair 
to just throw around that word so flippantly and label people just because he dressed up like that. I mean, appropriating hip hop culture or trying to make a commercial that skews as such, that's not racist. And it's, I say this all the time too, when, when, when inevitably somebody's does some dumb shit, <clears throat> there's a huge difference between saying something racist and being racist. There is a huge difference. Huge difference. So uh, d- 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 just be careful how you label people as racist. Um, and that part of my bit is I say, um, oh, yeah, there's a huge difference, Flip. Absolutely there is. A hundred percent there is. A thousand percent there is. There is, there is, there is a huge difference between saying something racist and being racist, being a racist, wanting to see the extermination of another race, as opposed to to a, a good example would be if somebody said something about, I don't know, a stereotype as a joke, right? If 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 somebody was to you know, say, I don't know. I don't even know an example. I think I, I, I gave one a while back when inevitably there'll be a white guy that says something stupid here in a couple of months and I'll, I'll bring it up again. But the fact of the matter is there's a huge difference between saying something racist and being a racist. You think mattress Mac wants to see all black people gone. You think he wants to see all Hispanics gone. No, and what he did wasn't racist. It was maybe offensive, but I doubt it was racist. Now, had he said the N-word? Yeah. So that's it. John Doria said it's not a fine line. Oh, it, it, it really is. It really is. There's, there's, there's definitely a fine line between being a racist and saying something ignorant and racist. There's a huge difference between the two. Huge difference. I promise you that. And if I could go back, we've talked about it on this show, and I, I can't remember the example, but it's when I brought it up, and I would bring this up on the radio. The same thing. So, yeah, be careful labeling somebody like Mattress Mac as a racist. That's that's not fair to him. Um. But it was just it was just an atrocious video, just disgusting. But and not like oh, but just like why would you do that, bro? It's terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. So I don't know. Hey, real quick, um, we didn't have a show yesterday, so that means I need all of you guys, you guys, to uh. Help me out a little bit because. Yeah, baby. We got a birthday in the house. Hey. Yeah, I should take a pee break, but we're rolling. Screw it. My dog. Where you at in the chat, Joel? 
Put your damn hand up. Put your damn hand up, sir. So that I and the rest of the chat can wish you, my good friend, a very happy birthday. Uh, Joe, you have been a superior supporter of this show since the get-go. And I appreciate that very much indeed. So, Joe, I know that we've missed it. I know it was... And it wasn't 124. My dumbass. Hold on. It wasn't even 124. It was on Sunday. It was Sunday. It was the 4th. Why is that all messed up? Damn it! Why? It was February 4th, Lavinac? I can fix this. I can fix this real fast. You don't know me. You don't know how fast I am. Oh, two. I got you, Joel. Don't you worry about it, brother. I'm fixing this. Don't worry, Joel. I will have this fixed. Two shakes of a rattlesnake's tail. Is that what they say? Oh, I don't know Flip fired again. Yeah, I blame Flip, the producer of this show, for putting the wrong damn birthday. Flip, how dare you, old dumbass. Oh, dumbass Flip. Bro, why would you do that? Now, I gotta go in and fix it. There we go. Look at that. Look at that. Fixed it. Hey, I appreciate you, uh, Joel. Thank you, man. Thank you for the 200 bits. Why are you sending me that? It's your birthday, fam. Joel, happy birthday, brother. I hope you had a fantastic birthday. I hope you got road ahead or a hand job or whatever it is you're into, bro. Much love to you, my friend. WWMMD. Ugh, disgusting. Uh, oh, I like the TwitchCon hype emoji. And she's jamming too, huh? She's getting it. Um, all right. Let's get into some of these awards. So we got Patrick Mahomes' dad bod. Done. We got Mattress Mac. Done. Um, we got Toby Keith. Done. And uh, we got the headlines in. So we're good. We we didn't do, we have covered a lot of stuff today, folks. Feels like an old school show. Ripping and running. 
so let's get into some of these awards that are um, outstanding. And uh, uh, okay, I got the I got that done. Got that done. Hey, real quick. Oh, let's do that. Let's let me just post one more reminder for you. Talked about it earlier in the show. Really big show. Talked about it earlier in the show. Want to remind you one more time. Um, Valentine's Day is coming up, and let me see if I can find this again. Jeez, uh, I've lost it. There we go. Valentine's Day is coming up, and one of our own was the unfortunate recipient of a bunch of assholeism. Uh, our boy P. Randizzle had his flower shop, Monica's Brides Flowers, uh, broken into last week by some assholes. I tell you what, man, on the on the scale of shitty people, bro, for me, thieves are, are way up there. Thieves are way up there. Here is a look at it in case you missed it at the beginning of the show. Uh, but Monica's Brides Flowers, uh, our boy P. Randizzle, that's his company. One of them. He owns Pat's Plants as well. Pat'splantshtx.com. Um, broken into. These assholes not only did physical damage to the store, got to get new glass, got to clean up. They stole their computers, took some petty cash. Thousands of dollars in damage, and um, it sucks. So, you know, P. Ray Dizzle is one of us. That, that boy has been down from the get-go, and um, I hope that you will support him. I reached out and said, hey, here's a budget. I've got some money. Send the wife some flowers for me. We'll pump some money back into that business. Help him. And, uh, yeah, if you want to Venmo him, CC had the Venmo. Um, but I know P. Randizzle, man, and I know he would be like, yeah, cool. Let me get you guys some, um, let me get you guys some flowers. Yeah. Valentine's Ash Wednesday on the same day. Oh, see? And there you go. And what sucks is all this happened for him right before Valentine's Day, which is one of their busiest days. So that sucks. So, you know, if you need flowers, maybe you don't send some flowers to somebody, send some flowers to your mom, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband. We like getting flowers too. Okay, ladies and some dudes, pay attention. We like getting flowers. You know, I mean, you know, let me send the like pink shit and the, you know, just some cool shit. But send send somebody you love flowers for Valentine's, uh, and do it through Monica's Brides Flowers. The website is monicasbridesflowers.com. I'll put that in the chat one more time for you. Just, just go there, give them a call, bookmark it, follow them on Instagram, all those things. It's in the chat again. I'm sure Patrick Randall would appreciate your business to help him in the store recover from this bullshit. Uh, they're the worst, so. Uh, let's see. Valentine's and Ash Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. F a thief, said Joe Pro, especially one stealing from working folk. It just, I hate it. It's like, it goes murderers, rapists, and child molesters, and then thieves. Did I miss any? 
murderers and then rapists slash child molesters and then thieves. In my book. In my book. You're a piece of shit if you steal from somebody else. You're just you're just a, a just a a terrible human being. And I hope everything bad happens to you. I do. I hope I hope whoever did that I like, I hope, uh, well, that's going to be too aggressive. I mean it, but I won't say it out loud. I just hope awful shit happens to them. I do. I hope so many, I hope it burns when they pee. Um, I hope all their, their, if they have dogs or cats, I hope they run away. You know what I mean? Like, ugh, I just, I, I hope, I wish nothing but terrible things for people that are just terrible human beings. Why does that, why, that's what pops into your head, evil death? Why? Why does that pop into your head? Because this is what drives me insane, okay? There's a great example. That's a great example of saying something racist, but not being racist. Right there. Evil death says illegal border crossing. Is that what this is from? What? Is that what you're saying this was, or you're saying the, the on my list? Why would an illegal border crosser be on my list? Why would that? Yeah, I, I hate I hate murderers, rapists, and pedophiles, thieves, and people seeking a better life. Ugh. Gross. Get them out of here. Lock them up. That's not even, no. Why would that even be on a list? It makes no sense. Oh, my God. Jesus, evil death. That's not even close. It has nothing to do with anything. Talk about actual shitty criminals. I hate the people hiring them, paying them dirt to do menial jobs. Hey, that more. Yeah, I would agree with you on that. Uh, I worked with a guy named Reno Collier. He is a very... He's a conservative comedian out of Nashville, Tennessee. Funny dude. And he's got a great bit. He's like, yeah, I'm build a wall guy. I want to build a wall. I think I, I, I support the wall. Let's build a wall. And the crowd in Birmingham was like, yeah. He's like, fuck. Yeah, let's build a wall. He's like, but I also live in an apartment. If, if you ever want to buy a house or own a house or build a house, you better not build no damn wall. <laughs> you think white people are going to build that house? Like white people and black people ain't out here building houses. And then he goes into this whole bit about it, which is hilarious. He's like, man, this man got his kids at the job site. Cause he works construction. He's like, man, I'm there. This dude's got his kids. His wife's on the roof, like brick, like what? Come on. And it's so funny, but it's so true. And what I love about, this and I'm not getting political is just from a, a man who's married to a Hispanic woman whose family at some point m migrated to this country and worked the farms. Uh, be real careful how upset you get about that shit. Cause if there weren't people here, migrant workers coming across the border to do farming, we wouldn't have fucking food. Like there's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's anyways, I'm not trying to run off a bunch of you scary ass, sensitive ass white people. 
like my mom. Now, wait a minute. That's not fair. Watch. Look at the numbers drop. Look at that. 32. Amazing. What I tell you guys? Huh? Now I'm Mattress Mac. Hold on. Let me, let me see what happens. I have alienated white people. And now I have to do some white people shit to get them back because that's what Mattress Mac did. Right? He went all super right and alienated blacks and Hispanics in this town. And then he came out with a rap video. So I guess that leaves me no choice at this point. I might have had a sidekick with a funny name. Running wild through the hills chasing Jesse James. Ending up on the brink of danger. Riding shotgun for the Texas Rangers. No question, man. Haven't you been told? California's full of whiskey. Women and ghosts sleeping out all night. Beneath the desert stars. Dreaming my eye in a prayer. In my heart. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to roll for ride. Wearing my sexy riding my pony on a cat and drive. Doesn't he have a bit of a hold up? Let's back it up a little bit. Hold up. Wait a minute. Tell me, tell me he doesn't have a little Kenny Powers in him right here. Fucking A, dude. I fucking should have been a cowboy. Fucking A. Bro. That's a that's a little Come on. Come on, what? Hold on. Hold on a damn minute. You gonna tell me that's not a little Kenny Powers in him? Come on, fam. I'm trying to find the best one. Open image. Save. That's KP right there. Well, we're doing a lot of on the fly. Let's see. Shows. We are doing a lot of on the fly stuff today. <gasps> Where'd it go? Did I not save it right? Son of a bitch. Let's see. Save. Did I not? Oh, because it's some stupid ass file. I don't want that. I don't want that. Stop it, Daddy. Let me see if this one works. Open image and new tab. God damn it. I just want to. <laughs> I just want things to work. Is that so much to ask? Hold on. What is an AVIF file? What is that? I don't even know what that is. Shit doesn't even work. Look here, I'll just I'll just do this. I'll just make this a damn. <sighs> you guys tell me. Uh-uh. Huh? Huh? Tell me that doesn't. Tell me that in this. In my six. Uh -oh. Tell me that don't match. 
Come on. Damn it, now I missed it. Oh, sucky, sucky. Well, I can't get it now. Here, I'll just print screen this hoe. Maybe that'll work. Well, let's see. Oh, yeah, that'll work. Look at there. Save. KP. Easy peasy. I should have done this before. Shit. There we go. Get rid of that. Close that. Oh, hold on. Oh, look at that. Look at that. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up, chat. I got it now. I got it now. What? Can't tell me nothing. Can't tell me nothing. That's the same damn person. Toby Keith, Kenny Powers. Let's go. Rest in, rest in power to Toby Keith. Six, my pony on a cat and drive. I'm going to end up getting a lot of copyright strikes for this show today. Lots of copyright strikes. Guess what? I don't care. I don't care. Uh, keep in mind, we always have tech issues, and the show starts at 240. Kiss my whole entire ass, Clarence 14XL. Kiss my whole ass. What are you talking about? We started on time today. That is three shows in a row we've started on time. Yeah, I'm keeping track. You know why? Because suck it. That's why. What is this? Uh, oh, I missed watching Eastbound and Down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Toby was like this way before Kenny Power. That's true, Donna. That's very true. We have a we have the black delegation are going over to the Blackberry on deck Twitch show on YouTube. <laughs> Alex and Clarence, what station is that on? Shut up. Uh <laughs> hey, you more like Michael P.S. Hayes. Oh, that's a really good pool there, Titan Hugo. Really good pool. All right, let's get to some of these awards, shall we? <laughs> Hey, let's talk NFL. Let's do it for the hoes. Your okay, here's how I did this. So this is the AP Awards. They've announced the finalists, and they're going to uh I don't know when they're gonna be dropping the actual winners. Let's see. When does the AP announce their NFL award winners? Yes, Twitch does its own copyright strikes. And keep in mind to upload these also to YouTube for the podcast stuff. February 8th. So that'll be two days from now. 13th annual NFL Honors Ceremony will take place on February 8th. It will be broadcast on CBS, the NFL Network, Paramount Plus, and NFL Plus. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, so here are some of the nominees. Alex said, whoa, 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 delete, 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 delete. What are you talking about? What What are you talking about? Yeah, you get his email as soon as he's finished streaming. I don't know what that means. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True that, true that. Uh, all right. So, yeah, I don't have it on a separate channel, but it's whatever. All right, uh, MVP. 
is going to be between Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson, Christian McCaffrey, Dak Prescott, and Brock Purdy. Now, the way voting is done is it's weighted this year. So when you vote, I think 50 people voted, uh, 50 writers or 50 people that cover the sport. And so for MVP, they voted for all five. For the rest of these, they voted top three. So when you were voting for MVP, it was five, four, three, two, and one points is how they would vote, I believe. And then uh, for the top three, it was five, three, and one. So for comeback player of the year, which is what you see below there with Joe Flacco, uh, DeMar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, and Tua Tango-Vailoa, uh, those would be like, if you think Joe Flacco was should get it first, you give him five points. If you think Baker Mayfield would be second, you give him three. And then maybe you think DeMar Hamlin was third, you give him one, right? Um, so I put, you see a, a gold star. That's who I think the voters are going to pick. And then I put a green check mark next to I who I would pick to win the award. Right. So starting with MVP, I think the voters are going to pick Lamar Jackson. I think it's kind of a foregone conclusion. And that's probably who I would give it to as well. When you look at the rest of the finalists, yes, Christian McCaffrey was great. Uh, So was Brock Purdy. But I think you take one of those. They kind of cancel each other out. It's hard to determine value when you've got two guys on the same squad. Right. If you had no Christian McCaffrey, hey, you still got a candidate in Brock Purdy and vice versa. Uh, I thought Dak had a really good year. But a lot of these cats, um, you know, if you take Dak off of the Cowboys, still a really good defense, and I think they still, um, I think they still have a good year. Same could be said for for Baltimore, right? Same could be said for Josh Allen and Buffalo down the stretch. Hey, they uh, they had the they scared the bejesus out of the rest of the NFL. But I just think take Lamar Jackson off of that Ravens offense. And it's a totally different team. A thousand percent. So, um, I, yeah, I give it to Lamar, and I think the NFL does too. Except the defensive awards, what's with all these nominees or QBs? That's just always how it is. Always how it is. It's always how it is. That is the most valuable position on the field, so it's going to get most of the award. Uh, so comeback player of the year, Joe Flacco, DeMar Hamlin, Baker Mayfield, Matthew Stafford, Tua Tungle-Vailoa. I think that the voters give it to Joe Flacco. I think when you look at the job he did down the stretch for the Browns, he won, what, four or five games in a row, came in, lost his first one, but then ran the table during the regular season, got the Browns into the playoffs. And now keep in mind, too, when you talk about these awards, these are regular season awards. So this has nothing to do with playoff performances, right? Thank God for Dak and Joe Flacco. Because Joe Flacco shit the bed in the postseason, as did, you know, Dak didn't look great. Cowboys didn't, obviously. But, um, yeah, these are regular season awards. And thank God for, if you're Tua as well. So keep that in mind. I I think that Joe Flacco is going to be picked. I think Baker Mayfield deserves it. I think that's who should win the award. You know, Joe Flacco came in and and had a good run for five games or so. But Baker Mayfield was named the starter for a Bucs team that a lot of people weren't expecting much, if anything, from and made them a bona fide, serious uh, team that you had to take serious when you played Tampa Bay. 
Granted, he had a ton of weapons on offense. You'd have to really have screwed it up to mess up be looking good with Mike Evans at all. That said, you know, he had some weapons out in Cleveland, and that didn't go great. So give credit where credit is due. Baker Mayfield made the Tampa Bay Bucks better, especially in the post-Tom Brady era when a lot of people thought, uh, it's going to fall off, right? So I'd give it to, to Baker, but I think that the voters will give it to Joe Flacco. Just me. Up next, your Rookie of the Year votes. Offensive Rookie of the Year, the finalists are Jameer Gibbs, Sam Laporta, both playing for Detroit. Puka Nakua of the Rams, Bijan Robinson of the Atlanta Falcons, and your Houston Texans, C.J. Stroud. Uh, I think I think this is super easy to figure out. This is C.J. Stroud's award. Puka Nakua had a great year. Jameer Gibbs and Sam Laporta, unfortunately, kind of cancel each other out again. It sucks that that happens, but that's true. Bijan Robinson was fine, but Atlanta really wasn't shit. But I think when you, if, if CJ Stroud doesn't have his year that he has, it's by far, it's Puka Nakua's award. But rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver, rookie play caller, rookie head coach, and CJ Stroud put up prolific numbers. Prolific numbers. Not just as a rookie, but just as a quarterback in the NFL. So. It's no question that this is C.J. Stroud's award, and he will win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Hey, what's up, Ryan? Good to see you, bud. What's up, Mines? I didn't come here to cry about the Raptors tanking. Today is NFL talk, eh? Yes. Yes, it is 1,000% NFL talk. It's Super Bowl week. It's got to be. Got to be NFL talk, baby. Defensive Rookie of the Year, I think that the voters give it to Jalen Carter out of Philly, even though they faded down the stretch. Rough ending to a otherwise promising season for Philly and Jalen Carter. I still think he does enough to win it. Uh, I think your runner-up will probably be Will Anderson Jr. Joey Porter had a good season. I don't see Kobe Turner. I think he probably finishes last, perhaps, but Devin Witherspoon as well. But, uh, yeah, I think it's Jalen Carter. Will Anderson probably finishes second. Is he deserving? Yeah. Maybe so. Really good rookie campaign. Just I don't think as good as Jalen Carter. So, I know I know you guys want me to be a homer and, and only pick Houston Texans. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. Uh, I am doing well, Ryan. I am doing well, sir. Gearing up for a fun week. Uh, can't wait for the weekend Super Bowl. Ryan, are you going to watch the Super Bowl? Of course you are. Ryan, what's good Super Bowl food across the pond? What do you guys eat? Is it like blood sausage or, I don't know, bangers and mash? Something like that? Shepherd's pie? What are you uh, What are you eating over there, Ryan, for Super Bowl? Mines, what are you eating in Canada for the Super Bowl? You eating poutine? Huh? You eating like goose dick? I don't know what Canadians, I don't really know Canadian food at all. It's like, oh, we got some goose dick. We just, we call it sausage, but it's just goose penis. That's all it is. We eat goose penis and, I don't know, put maple syrup on it. Haggis, neeps, and tatties. I don't know what that is. 
I have no idea what haggis, neeps, and tatties is. That sounds like the worst law firm ever. It really does. Are you a victim of of, uh, Roundup? Do you have mesothelioma? Call haggis, neeps, and tatties. Ugh, haggis is sheep stomach? I'm out. Bro, why? That's like white people's chitlins. I'm out on that, bro. Haggis is sheep stomach. I'm out. I I tap. <laughs> Joe Pro. I have newt. That's gross. What is neeps? I gotta and I gotta know what fucking neeps is. Scotland main meal is haggis. Really? Oh, well, I'm never, never eating. I'm never going to Scotland. And I've that's where my ancestors are from. I think it's Scotland. Fuck is Neeps. Neeps and Taddies. Here we go. Here we go. We're about to learn. I'm about to learn you folks in this in this chat room. Courtesy of let's see, more options. No thanks. Okay, stop. Save and exit. Neeps and Taddies. Here we go. Neeps and tatties. Neeps are better known as Swedes, the traditional Scottish accompaniment to haggis. An ideal dish for hogmany celebrations. What? First footing or a Burns Night supper. This is might as well all be in Spanish. <laughs> Amos says so haggis is like tripe. A little bit, yeah. Yes, you are. You're coming to see me one day. I I would. I would. Uh, let's see. What is this? Yeah, but it doesn't say what it, it, I mean, it looks pretty good. Anytime it's yellowish, like cheesy looking, I'm in. Uh, it's vegetarian. Okay. Ingredient. Eight large baking potatoes washed and peeled. Six tablespoons of light olive oil. One Swede. I don't know what that is. And butter. I'm in so far. What's a Swede? Also known as a rutabaga. Oh, it's a root veggie. Okay. Find out how to select, store, prepare, and cook Swede. And when it's in season. Okay. This is a rutabaga. I mean, you could just leave that out and just make the potatoes, right? I feel like. I would just drop that and do the olive oil and butter. Yeah. But, hey. Neeps is the Swede, right? That's the rutabaga. Yes, better known as Swedes. And the tatties is taters. Oh, man. I'm practically Scottish now. Uh, uh, Ryan said, Basil, you should have haggis, neeps, and tatties. You'll never go back. Uh, you'd want to move over here. I, where's Is there a good place in Houston to get haggis, neeps, and tatties? Somehow I doubt it. Somehow I doubt there's good neeps and tatties in Houston, Texas. I just don't feel, I mean, in Houston is a culinary Mecca. Okay. So don't, don't you Ryan and mines and some of you others, don't you be shitting on the fact that Houston is in Texas where we all country. Hey, look at us. Hey, Ma. Hey, Paul. We ride horses to work. We don't, by the way, spoiler alert. No one rides a horse to work. In Texas, we're all cultured. Um, 
But I feel like there would be a good haggis, neats, and tatties. And oh, PB Dub said haggis is illegal in the U.S. What? What? Is it really? Even though I said, have you ever tried or heard of mashed peas? No. I thought I'd be in town soon. I need to get some damn real food when I'm down there. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Uh, I didn't know. So, really? You can't have haggis in, in the U.S.? I don't think that's true. Uh, come on. Some of the shit we eat over here is haggis legal in the U.S.? Haggis imports into the United States were prohibited in 1971. Oh. No. Haggis is not legal to import. In 1971, the USDA banned the sale of sheep's lung, a key ingredient in traditional haggis. Oh, no. Hold on a goddamn minute, Ryan. You didn't say there was no damn lung in it. You just said, oh, it's sheep's stomach. Oh, okay. You know, I eat sausage. That's like a lining type thing. I get it. I'm not that stupid. I know that it's like, you didn't say there was no damn lung in it. Poor little Sheba. <gasps> and we're over here eating it. It's terrible. That's true, Amos. If you live in Anchorage Homes, you can definitely take a horse to work. I guess so. <coughs> um... But it does say USDA banned the sale of sheep's lung, the key ingredient in traditional haggis, due to health concerns. Ban includes all lungs as fluids like stomach acid and phlegm can enter the lung during slaughter. Jesus! That's terrible! Man, I'm... I'm no thanks. Oh, wow. Inside haggis. What does this say? This boiled bag of offal is banned in the U.S. Inside Scotland, it's a fine dining treat. Wow. Okay. Oh, look. Here's haggis is traditionally served with turnips. Okay. That's... I am... All right. We got derailed. Let's get back on track for that. Before I throw up. Ryan said, does my mom know about haggis? No. I, well, I mean, she might. She's the one that does all the genealogy. She actually went to Scotland. That's a good question. Let me text her. Let me let me ask her. Have you ever had haggis? Let me see. Have you ever had haggis? Now, she eats liver. Like, she's like, oh, I like liver and onions. That That's disgusting. So we can't eat a sheep's lung, but we can eat a cow's liver? That makes no sense. That's stupid. <sighs> Joe Rose and all the poor little sheep in Scotland struggling to breathe with one lung. I know! All right, let's get to our Offensive and Defensive Player of the Year, and then we'll talk coaching. I had a slide for coaching, but I ran out of time to put their little stupid faces on there. So we'll just talk about it. Um... So your offensive player of the year. I'm waiting on uh, Jenny's mom to respond, Ryan. I'll let you know what she says. John Doria said, didn't you eat cow's cheek? Yeah, and it's delicious. I also had tongue. My wife tricked me into eating tongue. I was pissed. Oh, my God, I was so pissed. So pissed. She's, she was using Spanish words. 
uh, baby, you want to share some linga with me? I was like, oh, yeah. What is that? It's just the meat. I'm like, yeah. You know daddy loves the meat. Let's do it. She's like, uh, un, uh, uno la linga, por favor. I'm like, yeah, let's fuck bring the meat, bitch. Bring the meat. She's like, do you like it? I was like, it's not bad. What is it? Where is it? She's like, it's tongue. Bitch, what? 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 You got me over here eating this thing and it can eat me back? What? I was pissed. I was pissed that I liked it is what it was. I was kind of mad that I liked it. Ryan, do you know my buddy Paul in Scotland? Tell him I said hi. <laughs> I love it. CZ's like, there's like six people over there, right? Um, all right, so Offensive Player of the Year for the AP Awards. You got Tyreek Hill, Lamar Jackson, CeeDee Lamb, Christian McCaffrey, and Dak Prescott. I think that the voters are going to give it to Tyreek Hill. I really do. I think that's who they're going to pick. I mean, you heard about it all year. Well, man, you know, wide receiver's not going to win it, but he, he was on track for 2,000 yards, and had he not missed a game, he may have gotten it. He almost finished with 1,800, and I'm sure they would have fed him the ball enough. I think that the media and those that cover the sport are in love with Tyreek Hill, and they should. He's fantastic. So I think that they vote Tyreek Hill as their offensive player of the year. To me, it's just kind of dumb. If you're going to make Lamar Jackson a, a the MVP, then wouldn't he also be the offensive player of the year? But they don't do that. They'll usually give it to a non-quarterback who's not MVP. That's usually how it works. So it was either going to be Tyreek Hill, CeeDee Lamb, or Christian McCaffrey. I think it should go to Christian McCaffrey. And the reason is, if you look, the man had 21 touchdowns. Only Raheem Mostert had 21 touchdowns in all of football. And actually, Mostert missed a couple of games. I mean, McCaffrey, 21 total touchdowns, 14 rushing, I believe. Which means that's seven receiving Clarence. I know math's not your thing. Unless you're adding up biscuits. How much is two biscuits plus two biscuits? It's That's delicious biscuits. Okay, delicious is not an answer. Well, it is in my cookbook. Uh, so I give it to Christian McCaffrey. He won't win it. It'll be Tyreek, but 21 touchdowns is pretty damn impressive. So there you go. Shut up, Dre. Dre laughing that my wife tricked me into eating tongue. Defensive player of the year. Your five finalists would be Deron Bland of the Cowboys, Max Crosby of the Raiders, Miles Garrett of the Browns, Micah Parsons of the Cowboys, and TJ Watt of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bland, Deron Bland and Micah Parsons again, just like when the other cases, probably going to cancel each other out a little bit. Because then the argument becomes, well, one benefits the other, blah, 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 right? Good pass rush makes you a better corner. Good corners make you a better pass rusher. Okay, I think that's silly, but um, I think Max Crosby has a case, but I think the media is in love with Miles Garrett, and rightfully so. He's a very talented dude. I think they're going to give him the award, but I think T.J. Watt should win it. Go look at Watt's numbers. They're redonkulous. I mean, he had like eight pass deflections, three or four forced fumbles, uh, led the league in sacks. Like, nobody was putting up the types of numbers 
that TJ Watt was putting up. He didn't have sexy tackle numbers. But still, no, I mean, he was up there. I'm not holding that against him. So TJ Watt should win it. Miles Garrett will win it. And then the last one, I don't really have a slide for it uh, because I didn't have time to download their faces. But your coach of the year and assistant coach of the year, your coach of the year uh, finalists is Dan Campbell of the Detroit Lions, John Harbaugh of the Baltimore Ravens, D'Amico Ryans of the Houston Texans, Kyle Shanahan of the San Francisco 49ers, and Kevin Stefanski of the Cleveland Browns. And I think that the media and the voters are going to pick Kevin Stefanski. And I think he should win it. I know. What? 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 Okay. Blasphemy. How dare I not pick D'Amico Ryans to win Coach of the Year? I think he's runner-up. I do. I think he's runner-up. What Kevin Stefanski did with this Browns team, lost their starting quarterback, lost their starting running back. I mean, the amount of injuries that this team had. The only other team that comes close would be the Texans. So I, I give it to Kevin Stefanski. And I think D'Amico would be second, uh, and I'd probably have Dan Campbell third, Nasty Nate. I'd probably have Dan Campbell third, B. Hannon. I'll tell you something. These were two teams that didn't even have winning records last year in the Browns and the Texans. But everyone felt like the Lions were close, right? Like, it was disappointing that they didn't make it. But when you think about what, Kevin Stefanski had to overcome this year. I don't see how you don't give it to him. I get it. <clears throat> Dan Campbell and the Lions had a fantastic season. I I I, I don't deny that. Let's see. Hold on. ESPN.com NFL standings. Shoot a bit of cowboy. <laughs> Let's see, standings. Cleveland was 11 and 6 this year. Excuse me. Texans were 10 and 7. Lions were 12 and 5. Let's look at last year to this year, improvement wise. By the way, Lions were a plus 66. Texans were a plus 24. Browns were a plus 34. Really good. Browns were 8 and 1 at home, 3 and 5 on the road. Uh, Texans were six and three at home, four and four on the road. Lions were six and two at home, six and three on the road. Really impressive. Let's look at last year to this year, though. Last year, uh, Cleveland was dead ass last in their division, finished at seven and ten. They were a minus twenty. Texans, we know three thirteen and one. They were a minus one thirty one. The Lions were nine and eight. The Lions just missed the playoffs. They were a plus twenty six. This was a good team last year. They were five and four on the road, four or five and four at home, four and four on the road. This was a good team. They won nine games. They ended up winning three more. They get to 12, right? It's good. It was good. But this was already a winning team that took the next step that you expected them to take. 
The Browns, on the other hand, I mean, they got Deshaun Watson back, but didn't have him for that long. Then they had, um, what were all the quarterbacks? They had that, uh, what was the rookie with the three names? Uh, hey, let me look at the schedule. I can tell you. Here we go. They had Watson. Oh, yeah, Thompson Robinson. Then they had to go with P.J. Walker. Then they went back to Thompson Robinson after Watson only plays in two games and gets hurt again. And then they have to end the year with Flacco, who goes four and one. But think about that for a second. This is why Stefanski, to me, wins over Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell had Jared Goff for almost the whole year. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Did Goff miss a game? Did, did, did golf even miss it? I don't remember now. Let's see. Uh, Lions, new tab. Skedge. Golf played in. Let's see. Game log. Yeah, golf played in just about every game. Stats. Yeah, all 17 games. So when you have your starter, you know, that's, that's, that's half the battle in the NFL. Same thing with the Texans. I get it. He was a rookie. That's what makes it so impressive. But you had Stroud for most of the season and what? He missed two games. But the Browns at seven and 10 had to come and overcome Deshaun Watson only playing in five of those games. And then uh, just a hodgepodge of whoever's a retread and Flacco. And you still end up winning 11 games. You get my vote. You miss your running back week two, Chubb goes down, and now you're stuck with Hunt and Ford. And that's a hell of a job. Defense played well, but I think Stefanski, I think you got to give it to him. So I think he wins it, and I think that's who I would pick. Uh, Titan Hugo said, I'm not a Texans fan, but D'Amico Ryan deserves that one. Brown's always had a, def- a defense, even with injuries. Texans were supposed to still be the joke of the NFL. But obviously, they proved otherwise. That's a good point, Titan Hugo. It's a good point. Evil that said, PJ Walker equals roughneck legend and XFL goat. Eh. Ah. Okay. Uh, but I just think Stefanski's going to win it. So, I mean, look, you can make a case for any of those three, and I think that is your top three, Stefanski, Ryans, and Campbell. Uh, assistant coach of the year, Ben Johnson, OC out of Detroit. Uh, Mike McDonald, defensive coordinator in Baltimore. Todd Munkin, uh, offensive coordinator in Baltimore. Jim Schwartz, Cleveland's defensive coordinator. And Bobby Slowick, Houston's defensive coordinator. I give it to Mike McDonald, and I think that's who ends up winning it. I mean, when you look at Baltimore's defense and how good they were, how stingy they were, you heard always about the Chiefs' defense, about Cleveland's defense, and Baltimore's defense just limiting people to something like 16 a game. Just absolutely ridiculous. Let's see. Uh, NFL stats. Team's regular season points per game. Yeah, Baltimore giving up 16 and a half a game. That's so stingy, dude. I mean, there's the Chiefs at 17, um, but uh, 
Chiefs DC not even making the list. Cleveland's DC did. They were giving up 21 a game. So, uh, you can make the case for Bobby Slowick, but Houston's offense wasn't all that impressive. What the rookies did was, but in general, just like up against these other offenses like Baltimore, like deep. No. No. So, Tom Munkin's offense, uh, what did they average? Here you go. Points per game. Uh, Baltimore was fourth in points per game at 28 a game. Detroit was fifth at 27. And the only other OC on the list was the Texans who had 22 a game. Just not going to get it done. Not going to get it done. So, um, I think that Mike McDonald wins it, and I think he should win it. I think he should. By far the best job of any of these. So, there you go. Here's my coaching winners along with all of the voter, uh, all of the uh, AP Award finalists that you just saw. Um, That's it. Look at that. And that brings us to the conclusion of this here show. Hope you guys had a good time. Ryan, I'm sorry. Jenny's mom didn't respond. Uh, I said, have you ever had haggis? And she never replied there. Just so we're clear. I asked her if there's Jenny's mom. Never got back to me. Uh, hopefully, I'll have an answer for you tomorrow. Hey, Uriel, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for that, man. Glad you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Flip. I appreciate you, man. Uh, do it again tomorrow. Last show of the week because I'll be doing... Hey, what's up, Mina? Mina was out there tweeting, show's going to be canceled today. I think not, sir. Did I make this shirt? No. Yes. Uh, You go to El Gato Cafe. That's where I bought it. I took Nora out there to mess with the cats. And they have the shirts for sale. So that's where I got it. Go support. It's a charity nonprofit. Thank you, Joe Pro. Appreciate you, sir. Uh, I'm glad I got to see you in the chat as well. Thank you, B. Hannah. Thank you, Joel. Um, yes, Mina, I do hope you're doing better. Evil Death, sir, we didn't get to your... Uh, 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 little section. Remember the damn thing. Thank you, Heartthrob. All right. Last show tomorrow. Don't forget ESPN 97.5 on Thursday. I'll be doing the Killer Bees with Joe Blank from 3 p.m. until 6 p.m. So there will be no Barry on deck. Tomorrow's our last show before Super Bowl. We're going to look at the odds. We're going to make our pick. And we got a lot of other stuff to do. We didn't get to any of the basketball stuff I wanted to get to. We'll get to that. I'm sure we'll have some other things to discuss. Whole lot of fun. Until I see you tomorrow. Hey, man, thank you guys for all the cheers and the subs and the support and for being back. Again, sorry I took the day off. Had to hang out with the wife. Had to be done. Uh, but I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, we'll try to get to the film session tomorrow. All right, in the meantime, do me three favors before I see you tomorrow. Huh? Huh? Be safe. Be kind. Most of all, and most importantly, love each other. Okay? Just do it. It's not that hard. Now, love each other doesn't mean you have to put up with assholes. Just so we're clear.
But if you have a choice, choose love. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Hey, what's up, Sister Bull Rock? Peace, my brother. Eddie's making a YouTube video.